time for the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Uh, Michelle, I'm thinking it's, well, we got a special guest here, so it's probably a hot topic. We do have a hot topic this morning. Hello and good morning. So the hot topic is the stress test. And it just got lighter. Well, working with you is stress all to itself. But, or <laughs> well, is it working with me is the stressful part. I laugh at that because <laughs> I know you. <laughs> you know, we've talked about before on the show is uh, one of the third top stresses in human beings' lives are moving. It's stressful to uh, move, to uh, list your property, to go through all that, to sell, the stress of selling and buying and all that. But uh, we're talking about the mortgage stress test and very excited that as of last Monday, this last Monday, the Bank of Canada qualifying rate, which is a benchmark rate, has decreased from 5.34% to 5.19%. Borrowing money just got 1.3% easier. So the stress test has caused a lot of the slowdown of the market and it crippled a lot of buyers from being approved. So this is very exciting. So if you've been pre-approved or maybe you haven't and you're thinking about buying, please go speak to your mortgage broker and or your bank and uh, get your new approval and get it updated because this is great, great news. I'll explain what the stress test is for those who don't know. It assesses whether borrowers can withstand higher interest rates. The minimum qualifying rate for uninsured mortgages must be the greater of the five-year benchmark rate published by the Bank of Canada or the contractual mortgage rate of plus 2%. So along with the Bank of Canada holding interest rates steady at 1.75%, variable rate mortgage holders can breathe easy as well. Looks like the Bank of Canada will not be increasing rates anytime soon, citing trade tensions and faith that the Canadian economy is improving. This is great news. I mean, if you're looking at refinancing for a lower rate, I mean, now's a good time. Uh, Did you know that Langley City, which we are talking about today and focusing on, is only 10 square kilometers and has a population of approximately 27,000 residents? And there's currently... 89 detached listings on the market right now, and one of those listings is just under 700000 There's 228 strata listings, and lowest price is 259000 The average selling price for detached in Langley City is about 930000 and for townhouses, it's 490000 and for condos, it's about 365000 So very affordable. So I'd like to introduce our guest today, City of Langley, Mayor Val Vandenbroek. Thank you for coming. Hi, thanks for having me. It is exciting to have you on because a lot of people, you know, they maybe don't think about City of Langley. They just look at it as uh, the overall, you know, just Langley, including the township. But you're not. You're actually your own city. So it's very interesting because I think it's the smallest uh, municipality or city that we have in the greater Vancouver, lower mainland area. It's one of the smaller ones. There's other areas like Anmore and those kind of places as well. So, okay. Um, not necessarily smaller in size, but smaller in population. I guess I think because the yeah. city of Langley is such an interesting name because of how small it is, yes. but it offers so much. I mean... Um, when you got the uh, Cascades Casino and yes. Conference Center, and that was huge when that was coming in, um, big. I remember my husband grew up in the area, and he goes, I remember when Langley was just the one lights down the strip of downtown. I remember that, actually. <laughs> we used to come in from Chilliwack and visit family in Surrey, and it was like one road off the Chevron station on the highway, and that's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. and it's grown so much since then. 
Um, I wanted to tell the listeners before we get into some questions I have for you, uh, Mayor Val, um, about you. So um, Mayor Val has lived in Langley City for almost 20 years and understands the value of government and community service. Her compassion for people is demonstrated in her 20 years of experience in public safety while working for local, provincial and federal RCMP corrections agencies and as an RCMP auxiliary constable for many years. She has a clear view of what is needed to address municipal, regional, and national issues. She is a fun lady. She is hardworking. She loves learning, and she's been doing a great job for the city of Langley since she's just been in for a little, uh, not even a full year. About seven months, and thank you. I'm going to take you around with me everywhere because you just... That was fantastic promotion. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. You deserve it. <laughs> and thank you again for being here. Um, since we're a real estate show, I thought we'd keep our discussion on real estate topics, which means improvements, development plans, community plans, quality of life in the city of Langley, transportation, and the like. I know the city of Langley is a busy little city. Uh, there's a lot that's going on with the downtown core, with having the casino and the convention center we talked about. But you do a lot of community events. You put on, uh, you just did a recent event and it was huge. And you had nearly Neil there and you had a, uh, yeah, lots of people come out to it. Our community day. And this year, um, we have it every summer. And this year we amalgamated the food truck festival with our community day, plus had an evening concert. So what we want to do is, you know, it's it's not affordable for families anymore to go out. It's very, very expensive. So we want families to come to the downtown and be able to experience stuff like this for free and have a good family day, socialize with other people, and it's healthy living. And that's what we want. We want the community out and about. Not, we want to get people off their cell phones. And you did have a really good turnout. and It was amazing. And they've got the parks there still, and, and, and you've got all the trails around the city of Langley for people to enjoy. Yeah, our trails are absolutely amazing. So our last council, we were very adamant about making things healthy and happy in our city and making it vibrant and having people come, come live. We want it to be the place to be. We, that was our that was our motto, and we wanted to live up to that. So we put in outdoor fitness equipment that everybody can use at Douglas Park any time of the day, 24-7. Um, it's all free. We have walking trails that are interconnected. You can do 10K. So we have um, events. We have our tri- triathlon, that sort of thing. There, we have so many things that are that are going on, and we wanted to connect all the trails, plus have trailheads, markers, so people can bike through them, walk through them, take their dogs through them. Yeah, it's it's absolutely fantastic. Well, you've had a passion for the city of Langley for a long time. Yes. And with everything that you've been doing um, and and improve, improving, you've been, um, I mean, what's some of the funnest aspects maybe that, because people, what, what is it like to be mayor? And what's some of the funnest aspects that you've, you've enjoyed or that you didn't expect uh, you know as what? you've been That's mayor? That's a great question. And I get that. I get asked that all the time. And quite honestly, I love being mayor. I do. I love it. It is the perfect job for me. I love talking to people. I love solving problems. I love learning. I'm learning all the time and I'm meeting fantastic people. And I get to go to great events and support um, different events. 
um, like the hospital foundation, um, those sort of things. You've so got I such yeah. a good mix of um, you're very sociable and likable, but you also are a workaholic. So it's a really good combination. I can, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Well, you know, and and it's funny because people are like, "Oh my God, you're doing so much," and I am, and I'm loving it. But the reality is. I'm used to working two or three jobs. I'm used to working for the RCMP. I'm used to working eight-hour work weeks. So for me to cut down to one job as mayor is like a dream. <laughs> it must help that you're probably at least a decade and a half, two decades younger than any other mayor around, like the Lord. That, that is true, and and I and I try not to. That. Well, I can. I try to be nice about it, but <laughs> it is true. I'm a, I am a little younger. There's three or four of us mayors in Metro Vancouver that are under 50. And yeah, it's a little bit of a different generation. So yeah, I have a lot of energy and um, I'm in it here for the long haul. And, um, you know, I want to make the city the best place it can be. Right. You, know? you bring a great point of view, too, uh, with your age and where you're at um, for the city. So that's really great. Uh, what's one of the goals that you've had that you've fulfilled for the city of Langley or are in the midst of fulfilling? I can honestly say getting SkyTrain. Mm-hmm. That is from day one. That has been, it was literally Saturday I was elected, Sunday I cleared my signs, and Monday it was full speed ahead, LRT is gone, SkyTrain is in, let's do this. That's so major. I have been working on this every day, hardcore, um, trying to get SkyTrain um, to Langley City. It's needed. Very needed. And I guess that kind of goes um, hand in hand with my next question, because what are some of the ways that you want to make or are making the city of Langley better for residents? I know that's one huge aspect, but can you share some other? Well, I think with that, with... Um, you know, we're looking at redoing all our OCP, our official community plan, in anticipation of the rapid transit coming in, as well as our bylaws. So we really want to revitalize the entire city. Um, we have a plan called the Nexus of Community, and it's our, our community plan that we want to go by. We really are the center of south of the Fraser. So we actually have more people coming in during the day to work than we have residents. Interesting. So we have a lot of traffic coming through. Um, in order to cure the congestion, we want to get people out of their cars and into SkyTrain. That's that's our main goal. Um, so we're working really hard on that, but we want to have a really good downtown core where people can get off the SkyTrain. They can walk to different places. They can walk to the casino. We've got numerous restaurants. We've got numerous parks within our trail systems located all around there. Um, So we really want to look at the city as a whole and make it vibrant and walkable for everyone. All right. Well, with that, we should probably take a a quick break here, Michelle. So let's remind people of uh, your web address if they need more information about what you do. That would be michellecummins.ca. We're back with more right after this. And here we are. We're back with segment number two of the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope, and of course, Mayor Val. I'm not going to try to say her last name because I know Michelle had trouble with it, so I don't want to screw it up. So uh, what's your next question, Michelle? Leave the screw-ups to me, Curtis. That's right. I don't wanna, I'm supposed to be a professional, so... 
I got to pretend I'm professional here. You stay the professional you are. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to talk about the landscape of the city of Langley for development. So what are some of the things, uh, Mayor Val, that you've done so far or are making for the improvement or change of the landscape of the city? So we're really looking at revitalizing the downtown core is one of the things we're looking at. Um, We've got, you know, we're looking for a really diverse housing stock. So, you know, we want single family homes redeveloped. We want condos. We want apartments. We've got a great um, apartment going up called the Legacy, which is all wood structure and it's all curved. It's beautiful. I've been watching it being built from my office. It's absolutely spectacular. So what we want is we want a, a variation, diverse housing to be built because we need single families. We need singles. We need students. We need seniors housing. There's so much housing. And if developers are coming to us with creative ideas, we'll take them on and look at them. That's great welcoming them to do that because a lot of times they know what the buyers want and of course ask any realtor and we know what buyers are looking for (laughs) and it's helpful to bring in diversity to it. Absolutely. That's a big word nowadays. And how for the legacy, how many stories is the legacy building? I believe it's five or six um, because you can do six at the time when we approved it, it was six stories wood structure. Now it's gone to 12. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping that maybe some developers might like to come and build a 12 story in the city of Langley. That's wonderful. (laughs) And I'm sure they, they do. Yes. Um, so with the legacy too, it's more of a, um, a let's just call it higher end, um, mm-hmm. n- nice um, condominiums. And with that, y- you were saying even earlier off air, we were talking about how that's going to relieve a lot of units and homes in the city of Langley uh, for people like if people want to move up, Correct. they go into the legacy yes. and now there's the more affordable ones for those who uh, where they may not have been able to get into something before the legacy came up. And yeah, and that's exactly it. Um, you know, we need all sorts of housing. And with that, like you said, um, people move up. And that's what we tend to do. We tend to buy, you know, we go to university, we buy an apartment. After we start having a family, we move into a townhouse or a house. You know, we tend to move up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it's okay to do that. And like you said, it frees up the rest of the housing for other people to move into those places. So it keeps people moving. And a lot of residents that have been on acreages for a long time, and maybe they're okay. Zoomers, or maybe, you know, they're the 45 plus, uh, maybe they don't want to have the upkeep of uh, the yard. land, the yep. yard, and yep. the extra that roof and and siding and all that and and they want to be able to lock up and go away maybe to Mexico for a few months or whatnot this like is a great <laughs> opportunity for them in the city of Langley and be able to walk everywhere and uh, it's just the, what the city of Langley has to offer is a lot uh, so I wanted to ask them for those thinking of moving into the city of Langley what are some of the features attractions and reasons they should choose the city of Langley to live in if I was like why should I move to the city of Langley because we're the place to be. It's <laughs> a good answer. That's, it's right? a quick, short answer. It's a good it's marketing a, ploy, too. It, it totally is. sticks there because it's the place to be. Michelle, how could you it's ask just, such a question? Right? It's just the place to be. I'm full of questions. <laughs> no, we've got amazing restaurants, um, lots of local businesses. 
Uh, we got great community events going on all the time. A lot of free stuff. We've got a brand new recreation facility called our, our Tim Center, which is in with the library and City Hall as well. Right across the street, we have the beautiful Casino, who is actually opening a new Atlas restaurant, so a high-end steakhouse. Very nice. Uh, we are going to the official opening on August 1st. They've redone a lot of the rooms, so there's lots of bands that go there, and you can buy tickets and have a concert and go for a nice dinner. How exciting. Every, um, every year we have our annual Fraser Valley Real Estate Board convention there. Yes, that's right. Conference. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's a beautiful f- facility. So we have lots of stuff going on, and, um, you know, we just want to continue to grow. So, oh my gosh, that leads me to my next question, because I was going to talk to you about population of City of Langley. So are you actively focused on raising the population of the city or keeping it status I, You know quo? what? I think it's just happening gradually. So what we're doing north of the Nicomaco River, which is kind of the Bridal and Lagoon area, a lot of that has been in our old OCP, has been deemed... Um, we're changing it from single-family residential to high-residential, like multi-density. So we're building lots of condos and apartments in those areas. Are there new schools coming in? Because what about, you know, focusing on more families coming into the city of Langley, what about the schools? What we actually saw was there was a drop in numbers. We don't, uh, the majority of our housing stock is actually um, single-person homes. We have the most rate of one person living in a house by themselves, whether it be a younger person or a senior. So what we want um, and what we've been doing is is trying to make things more affordable for families to come in. So we're trying to get more townhouses and that sort of thing for uh, families. It, it, we, we need them. Now, going back to where you mentioned, you know, you have the highest number of single resident uh, homes and would you consider, and, and talking about how important transportation is, would yes. you ever consider a tram around the city of Langley? A tram? A tram. <laughs> a great idea. Well, a suburb of Portland, Oregon has it, and it's the most adorable, great little you know shopping area. I was area. just there. Were you? I was just there a oh, couple yes. of weeks ago, and yes, it's, it's, not- it's very cute. It's very nice. Um, no, right now we're not looking at a tram, but we are looking at having SkyTrain come through to our downtown. So it was just released, the eight stops. So 203rd kind of street and Fraser Highway in the downtown core is going to be our stop in the city. Um, so, yeah, we want people to come down. That so area. they can hop on that and, 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 yeah. and move to we and fro say the city we are, of Langley. We're going to be the start of the line, not the end of the line. <laughs> yes. That's a good song, but yeah, not for it is a good song. You're right. Mayor Val, are there any new or interesting housing options you're looking at? I know you were one of the first, like the city of Langley, to do the workplace style housing along the Fraser Highway, which is really neat and unique and brought diversity to the housing options there. And for people who have at-home businesses or have a very small business, and it was affordable for them to mix the work play together like that. And that way they didn't have to travel to work. Yeah, we, um, we really want um, healthy living. So we want walkable communities. So we want people to be able to live upstairs, go downstairs, either drop off their childcare or go grocery shopping and be able to do that within a five, 10 minute walk. Um, it's better for everyone and um, everybody seems to like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's you know, fun. it's, um, and you know what? Surrey's done a really good job with that. And um, basically what it is, the SEPTED, Crime Prevention Through Environmental Design, which 
makes things safer for people to go there and they feel safer and it makes them happier. Mm-hmm. So, and it's safe growth, part of safe growth as, as well. So uh, are there some like row homes being um, built or uh, are developers wanting to build things like that or any different style housing that we haven't seen yet? I mean, row homes we've seen. But- we don't have anything in development yet, but like I said, we're working on our OCP and our bylaws and we're hoping that developers, we've, we've always been really lucky, like I said, with our developers coming in and having projects ready to go. And that's why we're so quick on turning the permits over is because we have great developers who come to us with great plans. They know what we want. We work well together and we get things built quickly and they're done right. So with the new OCP, we're looking at any sort of diversity. So, um, you know, from what you said to uh, townhouses, row houses, if they come to us, we want high density. So with the SkyTrain coming in, we want to be able to address the affordable housing issue as well. And we want to build around that SkyTrain so people can literally live there and walk off and get onto the SkyTrain and go to wherever they need to go. So this must to work or school or, you know, hospital, whatever the case may be. So this must be delaying a lot of the building um, because you need to wait to see what, what a little you bit. want for the OCP. Yeah, a that, little bit. There's, yeah. there's some areas where, you know, we're kind of putting on hold right now. Only simply because, yeah, we're reviewing our OCP. And instead of having, you know, a 25-story or 25-unit condominium going on and being built, why not have a 69-unit or a 70-unit? So if we can go, you know, bigger and have more people, then why wouldn't you? And this is probably, exactly, and this is probably affecting the uh, home, the residents that want to maybe subdivide their own properties as well, as far as waiting for subdivision plans to be approved. And And that's another thing we're looking at. We've got one of the larger sizer lots in uh, for single family homes. So all our single family homes are basically south of the Nickel And um, we haven't changed the lot sizes or anything like that. So those are the type of things we're going to be reviewing when we do our OCP and our new bylaws. And there will be public consultation. You know, we've had people ask for um, mini houses, carriage houses, those sort of things. But we have to be very careful with that. And we have to look at other communities and what they've done. We don't have laneways. So, you know, you look at places like Clayton Heights that did it. They've got laneways and those sort of things. We don't have that in the city. So we have to be very careful. And we have to really look at what we have and develop around that and be really smart with it. So how long do you think it's going to be until the OCP is implemented? Like how long is the wait? Well, we're working on it. It's a lot of work and we want to do it right. It's a lot of research. Um, We are actually going to be putting out a community survey in a couple of months just to get an idea of what our residents feel and how they're feeling if they want, um, you know, more development going in, not going in, those sort of things. We want to get a good idea of how they want the city to be. We're elected, and that's fine, and we do make the decisions. But we want to hear from the public. What, what do you guys want? What, you know, are we doing things right? Are we not doing things right? And that's why we have community um, neighborhood meetings every year in, our, in five of our different neighborhoods because we know people are working during the day. You can't come to City Hall if you're working Monday to Friday. So we have them at nighttime, um, and we have all our senior staff there from all our departments, 
and people will, you know, can come out. We give a little spiel on, you know, basically kind of like a mini state of address, what we've done for the last year. And then we have people talk to our senior staff to say, like, what do you want? Like, what would you like to see happen with the city? So do you think it may be then maybe a year or two? Or yeah, or usually from our understanding, um, OCPs usually take about two years to rewrite. A lot of cities have been doing them um, recently. Yes. Yeah. So average, yeah, it takes about two years. And when did you start again? We just started this last term. So mm-hmm. okay. kind of December-ish. Because, um, you know, you have to hire consultants and your staff has to do the research and who they're mm-hmm. going to assign what to and all that kind of stuff and get things rolling and, and whatnot. So, And it's a lot of... You know, you get the information and you review it and then you send it back to the drawing board and then you review it yeah. again, you know. So it's it's piecemeal together and then finally you come up with a plan where everybody kind of goes, okay, we're good, <laughs> right? But it is a long process. And like I said, we want to do it right. Because so. you only do it every five or ten years or so? Oh, yeah. It's literally, I think... I want to say 1990. Like, yeah, it's like every 20 years oh, the type thing. Oh, wow. It, well, it's a lot of work, right? And and you can fine-tune things along the way and change things in it. Mm-hmm. But we're redoing the entire thing and oh, all I our see. bylaws. Oh, wow. Um, all our zoning, that is all of that. Yeah, it's a major project. And it's something that council felt we really needed to do because we really are going to be changing the city. Well, with, with the SkyTrain. We're just about out of time. Just about. So if people want more information on Langley City, what do they got to do? Uh, check out our website at langleycity.ca. That's nice and easy. And Michelle, yes. what's your website address? Also nice and easy. As always, michellecummins.ca.